Podcast Podcast. My name is Dave Holtz. This is my colleague, Luke Monkey-Lundberg. We're glad that you've decided to join us today. I think you can cut that out. (laughs) Or maybe we'll leave it in. Or maybe we'll leave it in. This is our first attempt at uh, bringing you the ins and outs of uh, Luther Crest's life of ministry and mission in the world as we seek to inspire faith, stewardship, and community in God's great creation. Today we're going to be exploring a little bit about uh, who Luther Crest is and where Luther Crest came from, a couple of the unique experiences that uh, brought us to where we are today. Right, Luke? That was a good intro. Thank you. I I liked it. It's like we wrote it up. Almost. Almost, but not. Almost, but not. Um, Some of this stuff that we did write up, uh, and this is the a little bit of the history of Luther Crest. I spent a couple hours looking this some of this stuff up this morning. All of it's on the website. That's a lie, actually. Not all of it's on the website. We'll have to make sure that we update the website. But a lot of it is. Um, and that website address is luthercrest.org. Luthercrest.org. Yeah. Uh, so go and go and visit that if you're more curious about uh, about us and what we do. Um, yeah, anyway, history of Luther Crest. Uh, it was, it's told that Luther Crest was uh, first a, a boys camp. A boys camp. The, yeah. site, the site was. Yeah. It wasn't called Luther Crest back then. No. Uh, I found out that it was called Camp Carlos. Nice. Uh, since it, we're on Lake Carlos. We are. Not Carlos. No. Um, and it was, it was founded by the Camp Carlos. Uh, boys camp was founded by Heine Brock. Yeah, he was a caretaker and later well known for his ability to do some great ice skating and providing great comic relief. Um, yeah, I found he was. It was in the Shipstead and Johnson Ice Follies of national renown. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, from what I I gathered, it was like a variety show on mm-hmm. ice. That is the story that was shared with me also. And, uh, and then during the summers, they would offer up the, the space here as a, a place where uh, young men could mm-hmm. gather and explore the great outdoors um, and to have a place to, to call home for the summer. So kind of a unique experience um, up until about 1943 or 44, somewhere in there. Is when things started to change. Uh, yeah, so it was um, it was a Boy Scout camp. It had like a full Scout curriculum and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But then, um, in 1945, the Malacca Glenwood Fergus Falls Bible Camp Association um, they should have they they should have a what's an acronym for that? But yeah, that's a Maybe lot we to can say. put one together. Someday. I think we should. Uh, they they purchased the land in 1945 from Mr. Heine Brock uh, for twenty five thousand dollars, which I looked up, and in today's currency, that's uh, three hundred and thirty five thousand. That is a large is, sum of money. That yeah, and that actually was uh, spearheaded by Pastor Thronson, who was the pastor at Osakis Lutheran right at that time. Um, and so C P Thronson. I think so. Yeah. I, and he was, I'm not sure what the word his first name is, um, but he is, I was over at Osaka Lutheran a couple weeks ago, and there there was his picture sitting right there, and talked to one of the original members of 
uh, Osegas Lutheran or one of the elders, and mm-hmm. she had reminded me of that also. So very, very deeply rooted congregation over there in Osegas to the experience. And actually, I think he was the one that really spearheaded the dollars uh, to get Luther Crest going. I think um, that's true. We do have a plaque mm-hmm. over of him over by the camp yeah. store. Yeah, that visionary uh, call and really kind of took a leap of faith. And and the story has it is that he put up his a lot of his own money and then really hopes to um, for others to come along. So um, very took a cool. good leap of faith to make that happen. So, but it wasn't until what 1945 I think is when they they really got things established and ready to ready to go. Right? Uh, the yeah. So the it the land was purchased in the fall of 1945. That's what it was. And then. Uh, the following summer, uh, I think it was it was purchased and dedicated in the fall. And then the following summer, so 1946, uh, is when they started having summer camps. Uh, there was five programmed weeks of One, summer camp. Yeah. And the way that those usually ran is a group of uh, congregations would get together and they'd bring everybody out and mm-hmm. they'd have the campers and the camp counselors and the leaders all from those churches. Uh, and basically provide their own meals, do their own programming, and really have a heyday. In fact, when you travel around to a lot of those uh, camps in the Glenwood, Fergus Falls, uh, down to Osakis, you can see old pictures that are hanging up of the congregations as they were gathered um, at that old dining hall or up on the hill by the flagpole. Mm-hmm. You can see the whole congregational experience. So it's a pretty, pretty unique and fun way to to spend some time outside the normal church life, so. And uh, I I heard also, read also, I should say, that uh, you could rent the retreat center, which is, I think, what that building was, the dining hall and stuff up on the, up on the hill. Uh, you could rent it for a weekend for $30. Um, and that was... No, so that didn't. was that was outside of the five weeks of camp. Yeah. That was like an all year kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and that that uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Situation. Something ministry. Like, ministry. Experience. Experience. Uh, lasted until 1962. Uh, so was it 16 years of five weeks of camp in the summer? Uh, and a, a $30 rental fee for a retreat center throughout the rest of the year. Uh, and then in 1962 was the first year that a full uh, a full summer staff was hired. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they had camp deans, um, which I would imagine is kind of the predecessor of mm-hmm. the executive director position. Yeah, like a camp director, someone who would gather everybody together, make sure that the... Uh, curriculum was correct, the games were done, probably made sure they had the right amount of counselors for the amount of campers, and mm-hmm. yeah, really uh, provided a good experience. The uh, the hiring of counselors actually fell to seminary students um, who were hired on as camp managers. So there's the camp dean uh-huh. up on top, or deans, uh, and then underneath that was seminary students who would come up for the summers and work in some outdoor ministry um, back, I don't know, yeah, back in 1962. Yeah, 
And I know ar around this time, Concordia language villages were, were just popping up too. And really? They had a German language village here at Luther Crest. And I can't recall um, if it was the late 50s or right around 62, somewhere mm -hmm. in there. But yeah, they were holding, held, holding the German uh, language camps here at Luther Crest also. Yeah, I knew I knew that they had a camp here. I didn't know that it was about that same time. Um, but that uh, that also that went on for a few years. Well, and you could just but, feel the. I imagine you could feel just the desire to do more mm -hmm. as things were happening here at Luther Crest, because also right next door was Mount Carmel Ministries, and things were were just were rolling along pretty well over there. So it was a very active. Uh, area of the lake um, during this during those summers and so you could just I imagine you could just see people wanting to do more and I think that that's when they finally decided hey we've got to have someone spearheading this mm -hmm. and uh, and it was what 1968 69 1969 pastor will begot will begot from Texas uh, I think he was in Kerrville is where his hometown is um, came up to the Northland and, and became Luther Crest's first executive director. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, he, was, he was hired on same year as the moon landing. Put that in great some time. perspective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that was, that was when the, the, the first kind of full-time staff mm -hmm. started. Yeah, and he, uh, in some conversations that I had with him a few years back, uh, he uh, talked about some of the winters being as cold as can be for being, um, um, I think he ended up like hosting a weekend retreat where they were out in the negative you know, 30 degrees or something like that. I was just, yeah, and, and just surviving and the kids hated it, but they were going to be there and they survived. So he, some really unique experiences when, when they first started out because at that point in time, they only had, I think, the mini center and the fireside and that little lodge that we call oh. the lodge today. Yeah. Um, and the small dining facility. So there wasn't much around here at that point. Three now. buildings right up on top yeah. of the hill. And then, and then as things started to expand, you know, they they had uh, the Trinity cabins, and I know there was a few other cabins around. So pretty primitive uh, experience out here as far as buildings go. So. Mm -hmm. Um. So since pretty much since uh, 1969, mm -hmm. the the history of Luther Crest is kind of chronicled by whoever was the executive director at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and there's this is when we're this is when we're getting to uh, all of the stuff on the website. Mm -hmm. um, and since Will, you're going to have to, how do you say his name again? Begat. Begat. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, since Will Begat, there have been uh, five executive directors after him. Mm -hmm. uh, you are number six total right. of, uh, of Luther Christ. Um, and should we, should we go through them here? Well, I think we, I, I've got them right here. Oh, you got them memorized? Yeah. I yeah. tried earlier today. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Or Pastor Ron Nielsen, and Pastor Phil Heidi, and then Pastor Arden Norum, 
And then, uh, and Arden was, I think, the longest one at about 18 years. He he was indeed uh, from 1985 yep. until 2003. Yep. And then Marcus Anderson and then myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the midst of that, there were some uh, interim directors that that held, held the position, um, including Jerry uh, Olstead, who was... Um, very important in the in the world of Lutheran Outdoor Ministries. Uh, held a national position for a number of years down in Chicago, and and um, and then there was a gal. Um, yep, it was, was also a program director uh, Cheryl Berg. Yeah, and she I think is a pastor currently up in the Grand Forks area, if I remember correctly. So maybe. Still, yeah. Maybe she'll listen to the podcast. Maybe and she will. Tell us we where invite, she's at. Yep, we invite uh, Cheryl to listen in. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of fast growth that took place, and uh, the acquisition from a gift uh, to Luther Crest West in the early '90s, and then the was, uh, Elroy Stock mm-hmm. from Hoffman, Minnesota. Yeah, um, fifty-nine acres of land. Yeah, it was a nice little piece down yeah. there. Luther Crest and West. served it well. Served us well through uh, 2010, I think, was the last year that we did something down there. And uh, and then also in the process of that time, we built the new gymnasium, the new retreat center, the, the dining hall, mm-hmm. which we still call the new dining hall, even though it was built in 1976. Um, but a lot, a lot had had changed and it was needed because the, the amount of kids and parents and families that were coming off to Luther Crest was, was growing mm-hmm. exponentially. So the space needed to be developed. And, uh, and continues to grow, mm-hmm. uh, which is why we have these nice new cabins, which That's we'll, correct. we'll get to talk about um, in future podcasts. A little later. Yeah. yeah in future podcasts. Um, so we... Uh, yeah, we mentioned that you are the sixth executive director in yeah. Luther Crest history. Yeah. Um, big title. Big title. Pretty uh, standing among the giants there. Yep. Yeah, it started in March of 2008, and uh, and it has been a blessing uh, all these years. Um, it's it's a it's an experience that had been in the works, I think, since probably I was in ninth grade with uh, my work at Camp Shalom at that time is I just really saw that myself or in myself that I would be um, a person that would probably be in the outdoor ministry role for the rest of my life. And so as, uh, as I grew up and went to college and first careers and, and stuff after that, I, I did everything possible to try to find great experiences for, for me as far as how I would hopefully at one point in time be a camp director. So, sure. yeah. So after a few years, I got the opportunity. And so it was uh, 12 years after I left Luther College that I was able to get this position. And, uh, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a delight. And uh, it's not, it hasn't been without its challenges, but those challenges have been wonderful, wonderful challenges. And I think we've over, overcome a lot of those and been been real successful in, in making sure that we're in line with uh, what we feel God's calling us to 
to do here at this place and out in west central Minnesota and well actually all over the country and as we travel and we've got a great team of people that uh, help administer and make ministry happen and so it truly is uh, with all the history that we just talked about yeah. you know it's just been great building blocks um, that just keep happening and it's a it's a great visual for for us to to say that we are we right now are just part of this great great building of, of that's called Luther Crest and continue to place blocks and in hopes to continue this this process as as we move forward. Amen. 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 Yeah. So, uh, executive director, mm-hmm. what does that what does that title mean? Like, if you could sum up your job mm-hmm. in a sentence or two, mm-hmm. what do you think that would be? Uh, the executive director is a uh, a person whose call is to steward a gift of and for the church um, to the generations that are here right now. And I say steward because it takes many different, uh, it's got many different lenses that you can do. Stewardship of the dollars that are given to the camp, the executive along with its staff or uh, our stewards of those dollars um, were caretakers of the uh, the site and facilities to make sure things are well cared for and that the environment is um, is honed um, using that language of having dominion over the world care for is in the creation story um, steward the people that come and be a part of this experience, whether those are the guests, campers, or whether that's us as staff. Um, Steward of relationships, whether that's uh, in committees or church groups. Um, Steward of the program. Um, And all of these aspects have other people that are enhancing that experience. There's, There's no... There's no way that we would be able to do what we're doing here with one person. Um, it takes a, a team of people, and that's why we are the executive gets to help be that steward of that team and uh, provides opportunities to lead, but also to be led um, for people to uh, participate um, and to give light to. And so I'd say that that's the big big mode of operation for an executive director um, and I think in in just basic terms you know they they get to hold the responsibility of the site and so that's uh, it's a pretty nice honor to have to, to be able to, to mm-hmm. be that steward and, and to hold the responsibility of a pretty unique and awesome I think organization yeah, well, because we we talked about before that like the kind of the history is you know is by who was the executive at the time, so they're kind of the the one responsible for um, I don't know. I think the being the the, the stuff 
the stuff. Yeah, that's always a good word. Use all of it. I love that word. Yeah. It works well in many contexts also. Sure does. Yep. So, uh, been, oh, you have something? Well, I was just going to say that, Luke, we've got, uh, we've, we've had a lot of expansion over the last couple of years, but one of the more exciting things is that we've, we've just recently uh, started rallying around a new philosophy, vision, purpose, and mission statement. And uh, and I think that those, I think those are some unique things that, that are new, that, um, will certainly be explored in uh, all of our publications and in our programs and in our people, but maybe it's something that we can share with at some point here on the podcast. Maybe we can we dive could. deeper. We can just talk Into, about it. You, you, should we, should should we, we say maybe, what the... Maybe it's like a, it's a little... A little uh, teaser? A teaser, like a carrot or something, and right. a donkey or something like that. But, so we'll just keep it out there and yeah. keep the people waiting. Yeah. It, it's really it's really awesome and I and maybe we should start with like you know just three words the three words the three words the three capital words. T capital another T capital W yes the three the words three words and they and they start with one starts with a P mm-hmm. one starts with an A and an the other a. one starts with another A, a. Yeah. yep so it's kind of pa pa and this helps this helps some people remember these sort of things but uh, passionate authentic and accommodating pa and pa yeah and we feel that these things are are very very in tune with how we operate here both as a staff um, with our retreat ministries but also as we welcome guests in our summer camping ministries or whether we're out on the road or mission trips whether we're working as donors sure families sure is that we've we are passionate, passionate. we are authentic and we are accommodating. accommodating and there's more to go along with that but i think we should save that for another save that, that hopefully another, someone will come back that yeah and listen to that other podcast well say, they'll have to we, now what it's, do we want to, we want to know more it's yeah and that's the best part too i'm intrigued i'm i am too i'm excited yeah. About what's going to be happening so so we got our, our three words out and yeah. we've also uh just recently changed our mission statement that's right uh while we are still called and committed to christ-centered ministries through creation and community we five decided c's. yep the five c's we decided that it was time to inspire faith stewardship and community in god's great creation I put great in there. It's great. just God's creation, but it is great. It, it is, is great. Good. Um, but we should feel we like change it again so we can put the great in. Maybe there? next year. Next year. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, because then that might be too many G's mm, rather yeah. than C. So to inspire faith, stewardship, and stewardship can take all different kinds of definitions. Yeah, you you aspects. told us yeah. a few and, of them earlier. Um, and then community. Community. We love community here. Big. We build it from the first time you get here to when you leave. We build it when we're out on the road. I think that's mm-hmm. one of our uh, essential calls from, from Christ is to build great community. Um, just like these cabins. These are communal type cabins. They're yeah. not individual sleeping rooms or 
you know, only two people or something like that. These are right, communal can, cabins. Can uh, how many? This you know, we can talk about the cabins in a future one too. But oh, yeah. how how many people can the cabin? Uh, the cabins each fit. each of the buildings can house about twenty. Well, they I know they can twenty people. Twenty people. That's upstairs and downstairs. So nice. upper bunks, you know, lower bunks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're very comfortable. Uh, there's air conditioning and heating. So, and the mattresses are fantastic. The, the mattresses, uh, some some say, which I'd be one of them, are better than what we have at home. But we feel that it's an important experience that when we're trying to open up the doors to a a new faith or new ways of hearing God, good sleep, comfortable sleep, is important. Yeah. Um, it's part for, of that for the kids, especially during the summer. It's true. Gotta have good sleep. So it's, it's part of that second A. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or was it the first A? Well, it was the second A. Yeah. Yep. Accommodating. Accommodating. Yep. Meeting people where they are and listening to their needs and trying to respond to them in the best way possible. And that also leads to our th- authenticity. Uh, mm-hmm. We just try to do that, and you know, every once in a while it, we do fail. But more often than not, nine times out of ten. That's an A minus right there. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Maybe I should have said nine point eight. Nine point there, yeah. Out of ten. That's a little closer to A plus. Um, that we, we are able to accommodate. Yeah. And, and I have a there's there's a funny story about the uh, the new cabins uh, when they were first put into first put into use over the summer. Um, the the counselors didn't know how to work the air conditioning uh and it like not in the way you would think that it was too cold in the cabins uh for the night and so they you know it was i don't know it was like 85 90 some degrees outside Uh, so everyone else in the in the other cabins were just baking yeah. And it was it was very hot, and then uh, in bright and bright and early, some of the the cab- counselors in the new cabins walked into the staff meeting and said, "I was so cold last night because the temperature was set at sixty six degrees, and they didn't know how to change it." Yeah, it's a horrible situation. It, yeah, really. Yeah. They got they got a few uh, few dark stares. I'm pretty sure they did from the from the other counselors. And we also, it was also a, a wonderful teaching opportunity too. Of, it was of the new, the new ways to experience education is by being able to teach someone something new. So, so it was good. Yeah. Well, it, it truly, they they have been a blessing, and uh, that whole idea of building community is is essential to, especially our summer programs, but. But we see it too when when people are up here on retreats mm-hmm. uh, or little conferences that that there's something special about being out here, out in God's creation, um, where almost you're able to leave what's happening, whether that's at work or church or at home, and build this new this new good Christian community here. So, so we're, I think we're pretty fortunate to be in this place. Sure. Uh, that we call Luther Crest, and uh, look forward to uh, sharing this experience with many others uh, as we move forward. And uh, if if anybody listening would like to be a part of that experience, 
then where where can they go to find out more? Well, I, I think you can go right to our website, luthercrest.org. Luthercrest.org. And that's L-U-T-H-E-R-C-R-E-S-T dot org. Or you can find us on Facebook at Luthercrest or Twitter at Luthercrest. Mm -hmm. We've got also Instagram. I don't know how far that's going to go on this fall. Uh, Maybe it goes back and forth. I don't think it's been updated for a little while. Since August. But yeah, we can try. so we're out there. Yeah, uh, you just come and find us, or if you want to come to the actual site, it's eighty-two thirty-one County Road Eleven Northeast, Alexandria, Minnesota. We're just a few minutes, probably twenty, off the interstate I ninety-four between Fargo that's, and the Twin Cities. That's true. Uh, beautiful lake country up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on the shores of yeah. beautiful Lake Carlos. Love on the chain Carlos. of lakes here. Yeah. So it's a gorgeous place. It is. But but as we started this podcast, yeah. we'll also finish it. There's an open invitation and a welcome that you'll feel when you come. And hopefully this podcast gives you a little bit of insight as to all the intricacies of Luther Crest Ministries from 1945 to now. And the future. Beyond. That could be the outro music. That might be. I like it. Well, thank you, Luke. And if you've got any uh, suggestions or comments about uh, the podcast, please leave them uh, in the comment section below, or you can always send Luke an email. You can. Lukem. L-U-K-E-M. At luthercrest.org. Luthercrest.org. That is my email. Um, Enjoy it. Send me funny pictures. I enjoy those, too. Uh, but yeah, peace out, peace out.